This is part three celebrating the 90s, Pastor. The 70s, very eventful. The 80s, the 90s, very significant in this season. Tell us more about your ministry in the 90s. I finished my studies in 1991. Charles Top had retired in 1990 mm -hmm. and gone back to the US. So when I come back, they don't have a senior pastor. They don't have an associate pastor. Because the associate pastor I left had left before I came back. So they only had an interim senior pastor? Yes. So the one I found here. So I came back to my position as associate pastor, mm -hmm. ministered with the young people, and I was, we were just doing amazing things. And then the um, leadership said we need a pastor. Yes. And a local pastor. Yes. And so a search committee was put together to seek for a position, to fill the position of the senior pastor. And so I, I applied, was part of the process, and later I was given that position. And the process was visiting, preaching. Yeah, in fact, they visited us even at home. They'd visit where we were, our parents, um, and it was a very rigorous And that time process. you were still single? I was very single. <laughs> as you have been interviewed as a single pastor. Yes. Well, how was that process for you, pastor? Because most people may not know that you were single then? It was okay. It was okay for you? No, I had no problem. See, I had been serving in Paki for so many years. And for them, they had no issues with hiring a single pastor that as a it, senior? It never came to their mind. Wow. Yes. I was a single deacon for many years. You were a single deacon? Yeah, so it did not come to mind. It was, an, it, was, it was not an issue. Okay. But people like Gishane and some of the older deacons were always trying to look for people to interest me. And, and the older asked. ladies? Uh, and the older ladies. Yeah. Margaret <laughs> Mutiso, but I was focused. You are focused serving the Lord. Yes. <laughs> so you, you, you became the senior pastor. Mm. Were you ordained again as a senior pastor? No, I was not ordained as a senior pastor. Since I had already been ordained as the associate, as a pastor mm. in an associate capacity, I was not reordained as a senior pastor. So how was that transition for you? I just said, hey, I have a church to lead. I have already a very active uh, deacon's board. Um, and a, a great council, and I was just focused on preaching. Preaching, discipling, singing, the whole works. So in the 90s, it began with you being the senior pastor. Yes. It seemed that a lot was happening in your life in the early 90s. Yes, one thing I thank God for is that when I was in the US, a lot already had been put in the foundations in terms of um, we had this land in Westlands, what are we going to do with it? So a lot of thinking and all that had already gone into, into motion mm -hmm. when I was still in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So when I came back and became senior pastor, it was just one of the assignments that were already laid down. Mm. So that in 1992-93, mm -hmm. we put the foundation stone at Westlands. And you were there when and I was there when that stone was being put. 93. Uh, and we broke ground when I was here. With the bulldozers on this ground, <laughs> where they put those things into the ground. You were here. I was here. We thank God because the missionaries, being part of the board, mm -hmm. they were able to get funds.
from the mission board as a seed to begin. Two million Kenya shillings wow. were given to us to start. Uh, of course, the interesting thing is that that money, when we put the foundation in, it disappeared in the <laughs> foundation. And somebody thought that we had stolen, the, the, the deacons had stolen money. But it was just, this place was a mess. Yeah. Uh, and so excavating and doing all that. Originally, I was told it was supposed to be at the youth tent where it was. Yes, they dug there. Yes, there, there was no water. They, they found water, they moved. Um, and that's, this is where they hit the rock. Uh, and they said, this is the place we are going to. So a lot of money was spent, more than was budgeted, uh, to start the foundation. And that, of course, created some disharmony in the leadership. Members thinking money had disappeared, this one had taken. But it was just that shift and transition. We had never engaged such a big project. project. And the chair of the committee was David Masika, and he told us his story. Mm. So you are building here, you are still pastoring on the other side of yes. yes. and you are still getting married. Yes. Nine, the following year, 1994. 1994. Yes. Uh, the, of course, the ladies were helping us. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was another big project of my <laughs> it life. It was a big project. And also for the church, because for years, for nearly 10 years, I was pastoring as a single pastor. So for, for them to hear that I was getting married, in fact, when I, when, I, when I had to introduce Martha in the church service because I had a that lot of pressure. I had a lot of admirers. <laughs> when I came back from the States, everybody knew this young man from the US mm. has come. So I had a lot of admirers around me. Wow, and the uh, church was packed with The church was packed with them. I used to do a lot of counseling of ladies. Um, but I know they just wanted me to, to be close to me. So Martha was not part of that group. <laughs> and there's a story I was told by Teresa because yes. uh, she was your secretary then. Yeah, we want to go through that story. So, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of pressure. Yes. And so Martha was in the periphery. She was not among those people who, mm. who wanted attention. So when she suddenly came to the forefront, uh, it created created quite a bit of ripples mm. for her mm -hmm. and for many people. So I had to introduce her publicly to the congregation, to the congregation and say, thank you for praying you guys. The prayers have been answered and behold, Martha, can you come up here? <laughs> and I took her by surprise. Oh, you didn't tell her? I didn't tell her. Allah, Martha, Pastor, I didn't, didn't warn you about this. <laughs> so she came from the congregation to the pulpit. Behold. And I said, this is the person. And she went back and sat down. And the women started the committee. And the women started the committee. <laughs> and I've heard that story. I can have Margaret yeah. Mutiso, Mitri Stiga, yeah. uh, Sarah Wanjala, they really, Priscilla. They really helped. Wow. And 1994, August 13th, got married. Got married. At Ojijo. At Ojijo. The reception was here at Westland because the building had already started and it was quite, had gone, there was no roof. So the first wedding, the here. first wedding ceremony, right here, was Pastor Ambrose and Martha. Wow, at Ojijo Road, they had invited so many people. Wow, and we had a very big cake that we needed about two thousand people to eat. Wow, okay. So it was a big day, and then the evening party. Then the evening party, one, one of our Mutiso. dear mothers, Margaret Mutiso, at Karen, invited us, and we had a great party out there.
and I interviewed Ken. Yes. And uh, I don't know what happened because I was asking him because you have shared about you don't have mm, photos of. <laughs> yeah, our wedding, our wedding, our wedding pictures are very scarce. Yes. They're not very many. Yes. But it's because one of our deacons, um, who is from Cameroon, had decided he was going to be the photographer. Uh huh. He was working with an organization called Urta. I don't know if you remember it. And on the material date, actually take a class because I know this story is going somewhere. Uh-huh. On the material date, he uh-huh. had an assignment out of Nairobi, he... and he went with the cameras, whatever. So there are no cameras. <laughs> so the people who had cameras were just guys with this Kodak Kodak ca- cameras who came with it just for themselves. Just for themselves. But thank God, one of my dear friends, he's now a bishop, Bishop mm-hmm. Oscar Moyo was a good friend of mine and he, he liked, taking, his hobby was photographs, taking photographs and he came with this camera and quite a number of the pictures we have from his camera. are from his camera. Wow. Uh, and even when we went to City Park to take pictures, you know, he's the one who took those pictures. He's the one who took at City Park. At City Park. And the men were at Central Park. And then my best man, <laughs> Ken Obimbo, with the men, did not read the script. Uh, we went uh, with the ladies to City Park, <laughs> Ken went to Central Park. Uh, I asked him that question, yes. even if he does not know what happened. Yes. Because the transport manager, I think he since now we can uh, do Photoshop, yes. he will do something. <laughs> so our pictures with the, with the bride, bridal party was yes. at City Park, minus the men. And, and them, they didn't have them, they didn't camera have. to take at least. Nobody went there. I can uh, so Reverend Wanje attack on a Wanje, camera. Thank God for Reverend Wanje was on the line. We met here at Westlands. You met here at Westlands? When we came back. So from City Park, Central Park, we met here. here. So the pictures that are, the few pictures that are there are uh, for the for, reception. And also for the evening party. And for the evening party. So that was a key moment for you because now mm. our pastor is married married now we can bring him marital issues um, wow. I, I was really upgraded after that wedding eh. yes <laughs> the, the community of Paki. so we thank god for martha <laughs> uh, of course after that we left uh, for our honeymoon the senior deacon who put us together zeb moss mm. offered his place in harare wow uh, zimbabwe and we went there for our honeymoon came back Bougay also gave us a treat to Tali College, wow. the hotel. So we were taken care of. We were taken care seriously of. Seriously, by the membership of Paki. Wow. Mm. And because that was a key highlight in the yes, 90s. That was in your ministry key, key highlight. And that same, of course, that same 90s, our children started coming. Ah, uh, Caleb. Caleb, our first child, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Yes, who passed at three and a half years. Mm. And you have shared that story and before. Because that, that was very key <coughs> for you as a, as a young father yes. who is also yeah. a pastor. Mm. And then Akina Caleb. And and Caleb and Lisa. Yes. So that was an, a pastor who has just gotten married, a new family, mm. growth and churches. The building is going on mm. <coughs> very seriously at, Parkland, at Westlands. So a very eventful decade in the 90s, getting leaders coming in, and Pastor Simon had already joined in, joined in, in as an associate pastor. 92, mm. 93? 92, 93. Yes. 
and so he was now part of the the staff. Frieza came in. I don't know. I don't 91. remember. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. When he became senior pastor. Yes. Uh, he shared a very nice story, but that story can be found on day thirty-four. But he came in as mm-hmm. your assistant. Ninety-one. Wow. So nineties so, was very eventful, both here in Westlands and at, in, uh, in Ojijoro. Ojijoro. Did the president visit in the nineties? Yes, he did. On a regular, because there's a story I had, <coughs> came in and um, the children ministry were leading the service. The children, are, the children were leading the, the services that time. And they preached. And they preached. And, and he, I said, and he did not take the, <laughs> the script will not change. They did I the, had that story. They did the welcome. They I said, did the singing. They did the prayer for offerings. And they preached. And young, one young man preached. Wow. So I just came in to summarize what he said. Wow. And the service was it. Pastor, if it was me, you could have told the children, now you will preach next week. <laughs> the president has come. But you, you said you guys had planned mm, continue. Have to continue. Wow. And the president was very, very impressed. Wow. He was very blessed. Okay, as you come towards the end of the 90s, mm. anything that you want to share with us in your 40 years journey? Well, <laughs> just thanking God for the 90s because that's where also growth began to happen. You see now, we now had a complete uh, national leadership. Mm. Some of the missionaries were also disengaging. They were transitioning. And transitioning and leaving. And so we had a local leadership. Mm. And now we owned the church mm. as nationals. One of the missionaries who stayed with us for a long time, uh, Jack Yates. Um, oh, he was a deacon? He was a deacon. Oh. So he stayed, he stayed for a long time. Ah. But most of the people who really had been there as missionaries had left and they had released the leadership to the Kenyan people. And so that, it was a, a year of growth, just building leadership foundations. And that's the season also we had new deacons being ordained. We had new deacons being ordained. Up. Council. And council trustees. also came up in the 90s. Trustees was, was there from Trustees were, were also being built in the 90s mm. because we needed that group Mm. Especially because of the building, this transition to Westlands. the building at Westlands, and also when it came to now transitioning from Ojijoro to selling of that property, mm. required an input of the trustees. And the whole story yes. from Gishane so. and Masika <clears throat> on the transition that was very tough, must have been tough for you, Pastor, mm. as a senior pastor. Yes, um, what do we do? We yeah. have this land. And we have this other one. We have this other one. We need money. <laughs> how 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 do we deal with that? Mm. Now I can see why you um, have white hair. <laughs> we have but a lot of fundraising ways. Yes. Uh, Deacon Cowper. Yes. Uh, was in the fundraising committee. Team. There committee. was a fundraising committee, committee. For, led by Deacon Cowper. Yes. The building committee led by David Masika. Yes. The PDB uh, was Dr. Gishane was Dr. Gishane was there. Was there. Thank you for joining me. We have been celebrating Pastor. This is part three, the 90s. We'll see you for the 2000 in part four.